It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This program is designed to provide general information with regards to the subject matters covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the hosts, guests, sponsors, or station are engaged in rendering any specific and personal, medical, financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or any advice. You should seek the services of competent professionals before applying or trying any suggested ideas. Revolution on K4HD, Hollywood Talk Radio, the show that goes where others dare not tread. So with no further ado, let me introduce your host, Dr. Robert J. Newton. Hey, 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 namaste. This is Dr. Newton, and let's get ready to rumba. And let's dance, too, as I was yesterday at uh, Heritage Park in Arroyo Grande, and one of my friends took a uh, video of it, and he says, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm, 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 I'm to extort money from you. I'm going to show your video, video to our surf crew down at Pismo Beach. And I said, I don't care. I like to dance. You're never going to get any money out of me for that. from that. That's for damn sure. <laughs> so anyway. I'm most happy, and I've been trying to get our guest, Reiki, I've been trying to get him for, I've been trying to get him for at least two years on the show, and I had him on once before, it was a hell of a long time ago, I was trying to place when it was, um, but anyway, um, so uh, I met Reiki, uh, this was kind of like, I think something des- destined to be. We didn't know each other at all, but we were at the 5D conference about in uh, LA, in the LAX hotel. I forget which one. Maybe the, no, not the Hilton. Uh, anyway, it was it was about, yeah, I think about five years ago or something like that. And we, and we were both exhibiting and we were both speaking there. And I think as, as, 
his wife Linda came up and started talking to me and everything, and she wanted to introduce us because because um, she saw my books and she liked them. See, most people burn my want to burn my books because there's way too much true true information in there that doesn't fit into the to, to the accepted narrative. So. Um, Reiki has been channeling, and and most people, uh, when they say they channel, I just laugh. But I know Reiki does, because I was a channel, and I still am mm -hmm. myself. I just, um, uh, he's a channel of uh, Metatron and uh, 12 Archangels, which is uh, some pretty heavy stuff. Uh, I'm more familiar with Ezekiel's wheel within a wheel, which is a stargate. But this, I, I would imagine, we could we could probably accomplish the same thing with this as well, because most wheels will spin, and it's in the vortex of the spin that warps time and space and allows cool things to happen that are supposedly impossible. So, with no further ado, let me uh, introduce Reiki, and he's very much into. Um, activating and coordinating uh, 12 pyramids or 12 pyramid sites. Some of your sites, there's more than one pyramid. Like in the Great Pyramid, there's Menkara and um, uh, the, the one right next to it, which Capron. Uh, um, and so uh, this is really important right now because we're right. Uh, 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 according to... Um, the Hopi prophecies, the Mayan prophecies, and the I Ching, we have a 1,000-year golden age period that we're going into. Uh, in the Mahabharata, Lord Krishna, who was a son of God, um, also predicted for this time a 10,000-year golden age. And I'll take the 10,000 over 1,000 years anytime, although I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't slough off 1,000 either. Because I, I believe... I may be delusional, uh, but I do believe that we can keep it in the golden age. I see no reason to ever go out of it again. So right now in the Indian long cycles of time, we're in the Kali Yuga, which is the voice to the voice. But now we have the uh, window opening into the Sat Yuga, which is the best of the best. So Reiki, please uh, explain your project or whatever you want to say. And also we're going to talk about, this is something very close to my heart because I do it too. I'm really weird. Uh, talking to trees. Okay, so go ahead. Go go ahead, Ray. <laughs> I'm talking. <clears throat> okay, should I start with Metatron's wheel? Sure. And then, because everything wraps around that eventually. Sure. Uh, Metatron's wheel was channeled. Uh, it was 12 separate drawings. Uh, it took two years to complete the 12 drawings. It is complete now. It's in about 33 countries. And as Doc said, it is a rotational device. Uh, there's a book that goes with it. It's also an oracle. Uh, it's also a depiction of the human experience as it completes itself and finds its way back into the heart of God or how we want to metaphorically look at that. So with that device, we've done several different things, uh, including our current pyramid work. We have quite a few projects going on. Uh, I can just touch on a few of them. We use geometric figures um, to establish a mindset. Um, if anyone or most of you are familiar with a figure called a Vesica Pisces, it's when you put two circles side by side, then move them where they cross each other, that little part oh. in the very center. Okay. Yeah. 
is the Vesica Pisces. And that's a very critical part of our work because all creation comes through that particular form. Uh, it's called mandorlas. There's a lot of different names for it, but everything to do with creation from a geometric standpoint comes through that particular shape. What, what so did you what, say it was called? Uh, it's called a vesica Pisces. Or the mandora or something? Well, yeah, mandorla is another oh, name. Man, it, it shows... Okay. Yeah, it shows up in a lot of um, a lot of um, ancient drawings. They were very familiar of, of this shape and this form. And as I was saying, all creation comes through that form, including uh, us as human beings. Um, coming through the female organ is also that same shape, exactly the the vesica Pisces. So, um, in order to, I channeled the information that. Um, we needed rotation, and especially as that related to working on specific things like pyramids. So in order to help some of my friends and students uh, understand the principle of what we're talking about, I literally made some of these out of brass. So what you have is just a single brass vesica Pisces, and I would put that on the end of a rubber band, on a, even on a banana stand, and wind it up. Well, as that spins, it forms a beautiful um, golden sphere. And so we use that as a visualization to train our own mind in reality of how to spin that, how to visualize that. And once we have that in full rotation within the mind's eye, it never stops. It only becomes brighter. The deeper you go into the meditation, the more magical it becomes. So by intention, we place that Vesica Pisces and some derivatives of that, which I have to talk about a little later. But we place that inside of a pyramid. And this is strictly a visualization typically happening during meditation when you're in a higher space. And what we found is we can see the emanation of energy from that object spinning inside of the pyramid that the pyramid itself begins to illuminate and transmit uh, especially up the vortices of the sides of the pyramid, you can you can literally see it. We've had some pictures of the energy coming out of the top. So the purpose of that, and I'm, if you have, I would be more than glad to answer any questions because I know I'm going really fast. But the purpose of that is to unite the pyramids of of planet Earth to where that there's an energetic projection that each and every pyramid at some point will feel it's anything that's close to it. It's kind of like the same effect if you put a clock in a clock shop, pretty soon all the clocks will start resonating to the same beat. We're doing that with pyramids, and with that work, with the visualization of creating this sphere of golden light within the pyramid, and I want to be clear that there is no specific intention or direction um, that we're intending, but only to create light. If we create enough light, and it becomes harmonic with other pyramids, they will create light, which affects the decision-making of humankind, which is kind of where we're headed, and it will find its way more into perfection. So in the meantime, um, be, through my channeling, I'm able to track as a percentage how online, so to speak, each pyramid is. And it's amazing. We've been doing this for several years uh, with a lot of uh, our spiritual friends and acquaintances, but it's amazing that when the group finds its way into, let's say, focusing on, we, we find that 
probably it works the best to have someone focus on two or three pyramids. Uh, you can just do one and put your whole heart and energy into that one. But we can watch through my channeling. They'll tell me exactly as a percentage how much this pyramid is coming to life and how much it is actually transmitting. At one point before the uh, pandemic hit, when everybody was working really hard on this, out of the 12 pyramids we've been working with, I'd say 10 of them were in the 90s and a couple of are a little bit more challenging because of where they're at and the consciousness that resides where they're at, but they were in, in the 80s. Well, after the pandemic and you know life changed for all of us, obviously, um, we just slowly watched the pyramids start coming down and coming down. They totally depend on and thrive on human consciousness and human intent. So um, with that being said, we've so, started now that so, we're, <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead. So the fear that they created with this faux pandemic got people in a state where they started not being able to um, elicit and share more light. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah, the fear that was created literally took away from our some of the energetic projections and yes, you're so, so right. Cause I remember how high they were before the pandemic. I think you had some up there in the 90% range, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. We've had a couple that we've reached a hundred. Uh, it's hard to maintain that. Um, you know, it's one thing to at least have the discipline to sit down and, and do something with intention for 10 or 15 minutes. Um, but then it has to be kind of a regular practice, not so much daily, but what I tell people typically is, is keep it in your consciousness when you're working, when you're driving, when you're stuck in traffic, it's a perfect time. Just go into a quiet place, obviously pay attention to where you're driving, but it's a good time to bring it into your consciousness. And a lot of times that's all it really takes is just thinking about it. But if that, like you said, when the pandemic came, first set in to a lot of people, and people quit thinking about that in particular because they were more concerned about all the, everything else that was going on. But we literally watched the pyramids, um, the activation, so to speak, start dropping down. And right now, now that the pandemic seems to be moving past, we've noticed a substantial increase over especially the last week or so. But yeah, it was, it was kind of, it was just interesting to watch what human consciousness can do as related to projecting energy to specific projects or places. Very trackable, very, very understandable and very, um, you know, you can see it in black and white, literally. So that's kind of where we're at. We're coming back online. We have a lot of people that are recommitted to, um, to creating this energetic process. And we saw results. We took readings this morning. We have uh, readings on 12, all 12 pyramids. And about 60% of them have increased at least 10 or 15%, which is very heartwarming for us and something that we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's crucial to get more light. The word pyros in Greek means fire, so fire and light are commensurate with each other. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and in this light, there's a special mm -hmm. thing that everyone throws this word love about cavalierly, not having the slightest clue of what it is. But the linguistic arithmetic of gematria in English shows a sun 
and uh, love are commensurate with each mm -hmm. other. And since since sun creates a lot of light, we could say there's an exact correlation between those two. And also in Greek gematria of 101, there's a direct connection between light and love have the same have the same number and vibration. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's important. And I also like to point out that the 72 names of God and the middle name in the and the 36 name right in the middle of the chart. I mean, I was led to this because I don't think I'm smart enough to figure it out myself, but I know where to go. To, I know where to go to get smart enough to make, be able to figure things out. And uh, it's called Mem Nun Dalad, Overcoming Fear. I don't think it's a coincidence it was put in there because if you make a wheel out of that, then everything revolves around that. Yes, so, so true. Yeah, I think numerology and the numbers are so, so important. Like Metatron's wheel has uh, 72 aspects of God. It has 144 figures all together. Well, that's um, interesting because there's 72 angels of God that go with the 72 names of God that give us that 144 number, which... Uh, which which uh, reduces down to nine, which is the completion of a cycle. So that's kind of exciting, maybe. <laughs> it was um, it was actually J.J. Uh, Hurtak, uh, author of the Keys of Enoch, right, who right, pointed right. out some of that information. He asked, uh, I had a, a client that was an MD that also was a very personal friend of J.J. Hurtak, and he was telling J.J. about Metatron's wheel that we had channeled and was now in a, a full oil painting format. So he asked if he could look at a copy of it. Well, we had lithographs made. They weren't quite as big as the original oil painting. But, um, so I gave it to my doctor friend. He mailed it off to J.J. Hurtak. I was very nervous <laughs> that he might say, what is this and why didn't you send it to me? But to the total contrary, he contacted his doctor friend and said, this is a sacred object. I don't know who did it or where they got the information, but this is a sacred object. So I was very pleased and um, very excited to have that um, confirmation from somebody that I, I admired his work for a long time and some of the things that he's brought through. Oh, yeah, that book was really necessary. I think I ran into it in about 1985. And um, uh, really, 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 it kind of, it kind of, it kind of correlates with the Vedic text where they talk about Akashic knowledge or Akashic records. And he said, like, there is a computer and Dr. Hurtak said in the Keys of Enoch that there is a computer in the central uh, part of the universe where all knowledge of everywhere is stored. So, um, and he also was a big believer in pyramids as well and actually put that book, uh, that picture uh, from the Viking mission of the um, pyramid complexes, uh, complex on New Sidonia of three, four, and five-sided pyramids. So, um, yep. that's what we have found out. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm done. Uh, what we have found is the number of sides on a pyramid has a lot to do with what its capabilities are and, and how it's designed and when it's designed. We have found that a three-sided pyramid, for instance, which also I was talking earlier about the Vesica Pisces. Well, a three-sided Vesica Pisces has a very similar attributes of a three-sided pyramid, and that is that they deal with time. 
is once you establish enough rotation, the past, present, and future become simultaneously present presented. Well, that's so, what uh, quantum physicists have been saying for a long time, that the past, present, and future all merged together. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that was very exciting to us. But in my work, I'm also an inventor, but I've, like our star chamber or um, celestial navigator, it's called, that you can literally sit inside of. Uh, on the top of that, I constructed a three-sided pyramid uh, because of the time factor, and and it's very magical. You can definitely feel it. Yeah. So, um, which which uh, do which of the well well for me the pyramids that I'm the most familiar with are the from firsthand knowledges in November 1984 inside of the Great Pyramid many times, and even having a the opportunity to um, meditate inside of there, and it kind of, <laughs> I, I went into a state of great euphoria, and I stopped breathing. I think that's why I was in euphoria, possibly, and, <laughs> and I didn't even know what was going to happen, and of the other nine people in our group, I know I'm the only one that experienced that. I was taken very much by surprise, but it's a good idea to go in there at, um, like with um with an open slate, because if you're expecting to get something and you don't get it, then you'll be disappointed. But I did some research, or actually I had done some, oh, I did some research after that. Someone, I was teaching classes in Rixieville, Virginia in the late 80s and the early 90s uh, and all over the East Coast. Um, I had someone bring me some information from a book called The Rosie Tablets. I've not been able to find this book. I've tried. But luckily, they Xeroxed a few pages from it that were I felt were salient. They talked about pyramid angles and what they do. And uh, that book was by Gandalf Slick. And he said the 51-52 the angle of the Great Pyramid mm -hmm. resonates exactly with the heart chakra. So I've also noticed I'm also a big fan of that Bosnian pyramid. So it's so damn huge. And... And and doesn't get the same respect as a great pyramid, but it's bigger. And I think the angle on that, I was trying to find it last night. I think it's like 45 degrees. So that's still close to the heart area. It's a little bit lower uh, chakra. The steeper the pyramid angle, the, the, the higher it goes up into the, uh, the, like that Nubian pyramid, I think it has a 60 degree angle in it. You can definitely feeling with the crown chakra at the top of the head. So, so what have you found, like, in uh, relation to that? The, the same thing, basically. Uh, for instance, the pyramid I just told you that uh, I built for the top of the celestial navigator uh, device that you get inside of. That's three sided, but it's also a 60 degree pyramid. It has okay. a much more defined that's angle. Oh, I find that the angles are, <laughs> yeah. So what what we have found is there are within the twelve pyramids that we work with, there are four master pyramids that seem to have some element of control. That if we can keep them higher, it's like they bring the rest of it up. If you like those four master pyramids, I could give those to yeah, you now. Yeah, please do. So everybody's everybody's I... familiar with them. G Giza is one. Uh, the the main pyramid at, at Giza, Bosnia is the second one. 
There's one called El Mirador, which is a huge pyramid in Central America. And then the last one is Mount Kailash, which obviously doesn't take on full pyramidal uh, shape, but it's one of the most sacred, (laughs) I don't know what else to describe it as, places on the planet. (laughs) Well, there's an entrance to inner earth there, and there's... uh... Uh, because there's a there's a huge 12 ley line intersection there, like like is not so far from you there, and and uh, four corners there, in the, four corners in uh, in the United States where the uh, what is what Colorado, yep. Utah, New Mexico, and Arizona come together at one thing, and that was that Correct. was even that was even measured. I feel fortunate to find this stuff. It's like it's dropped into my lap. I'm looking for one thing and I find something else. But uh, there were uh, four, three geophysicists, including uh, uh, Olamende, uh, Fuboya, and uh, and another one that did a study from University of Texas, El Paso. And they found that the uh, electromagnetic field was exceedingly stronger were that four corners in in that area right there and then i teleported in there one time because i heard that they were somewhat that there was going to in 2011 or 2012 there was going to be an interdimensional uh shaft of light from the center of the milky way galaxy to that area and i didn't have the time to drive there so i teleported into there and it almost fried my brain when uh, well no it was already fried but anyway it was, <laughs> it, was it was really intense and i knew there was something special there so yeah yeah there's our channeling said uh this has been several years ago that there was actually a pyramid at four corners but it was completely oh. underground yeah well and I, so I think we, um go ahead i'll talk in a minute uh, so we continued to work on that, and that has moved up and down. We were kind of amazed and, I guess, uh, kind of verified some of the channeling things that they've actually found Egyptian artifacts in that area, especially toward the Grand Canyon part of it. Oh, so, yeah, definitely cool. something going on there. <laughs> yeah, like they found Egyptian artifact. They found a, a picture of Anubis in a, in a, in a cave or... Yeah, a cave or a tunnel in uh, Iran, and that's certainly not endemic into the existing theology that's there right now. Well, uh, I'll say that's kind of how we put some things together of how so many of these similarities have showed up around the world. Uh, Linda reminded me, I wanted to just tell you real quickly about the four master pyramids of where they're at yeah. in their level of coherence or consciousness. Uh, Giza is right now at 91% which is actually very good. Bosnia is at 83%. El Mirador, the very large pyramid in Central America, has dropped off to 47% um, because a lot of people aren't aware of that pyramid and what goes there. Mount Kailash at the moment is at 92%. So that's kind of where we're at with, we're at with the master pyramids. And then Arizona, uh, the Four Corners, is at 80% as we speak, which is actually pretty high. There's not that many pyramids in the continental United States. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. 
The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, four Corners. Oh, okay, Four Corners. All right. Um, yeah, Four Corners right now is at, at 80%. Because, I, I don't know, if you live here, it seems to be easier a little bit. Put your consciousness on something in your own area. Yeah, well, it's interesting, too, when you talked about submerged pyramids, because um, uh, I think uh, Edgar Casey talked about that in his readings, and Dr. Maxine Asher, and he said it would be in the Bimini area, and I think I, I read something a year or two ago that they showed a pic, someone showed a picture that uh, of this thing submerged. It could have been Photoshopped, I don't know, but I do know Dr. Maxine Asher did some expedition off the coast of Spain looking for these ancient things and she she found some interesting stuff possibly a pyramid uh, and then they were going to go back and do more research and then the Spanish government wouldn't issue the permit so obviously there's something pretty cool there <laughs> that they're trying to cover yeah. up <laughs> uh, Bim Bimini rings a big bell with us because that's one of our 12 pyramids that we work on and okay. it's funny that our friends and spiritual acquaintances that our ocean-oriented or whale and dolphin consciousness, obviously we all have some of that, but the ones that really specialize kind of in that uh, work on Bimini. And Bimini is, uh, did you have a current percentage on Bimini? Eight, uh, 78. It's at 78% uh, okay. as we speak. But but yeah, that that pyramid within itself, for me, I can consciously go to that um, in the ocean and be in contact with it, at least at an energetic level. It's one of the easiest ones for me to feel very close to. So yeah, Bimini is definitely one of the magic areas. Okay. All right. So uh, let's see. So do you, do you sell the map of the 12 pyramids? Um, 
we we have copies of it. Linda could forward. Uh, it's literally the name of them. I don't know. Do you have copies of? They're on the uh, the pyramid activation Facebook site, and I emailed them to that. Okay. Uh, there should be some information on that. that was emailed to you. What we have to keep it physical oh, yeah, when I, we I have meetings. That. I just mean for the audience. Uh, the right. Um, I got that, and I'm thinking we might that have to. I need to do the same thing, except that I have so much crap piled up all over the place from the research I'm doing all the time that I don't have any flat surface to put it on. But I thought I could put it on a wall <laughs> and and assignate them like what you do. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I got. Yeah. First I said, well, oh, I don't have any room for that, and I go, Come on, man, think of a solution. <laughs> So, yeah, we've actually got two different things. We've got a globe. Obviously, it's very easy to put the stick pins in the globe to locate them. But we've also got a flat map. I know there's a particular name. It's about a three-foot map. Uh, it does distort. It doesn't, you know, it's not perfectly symmetrical like the planet is. But, yeah, we have them all um, like little stars where each one of those hat. I'm sure we could even take a picture of that and um, put that out to to give your listeners an idea where these guys are actually at. Yeah. Um, yeah what the hell was I just thinking of here? Um, oh, the um, the blue chalice. You have another name for it. Um, you might want to explain the usefulness and significance of that. Um, I'm probably going to have to know what that other name is. Well, you gave me, you gave me one at that. It's 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 like a, like a, a like a blue stem glassware. Oh, like our like our generators. Yeah. Yeah, our our crystalline generators they're called. Yeah, those are very interesting and your listeners could literally put one of these together themselves. But what it is um let's see the best way to start during travels in the universe, I'm not sure if everybody has the same experience, but my experiences are that there's this beautiful cobalt blue environment that I end up in with all the stars and everything that goes on in the universe. It has strong violet overtones. So what channeling said was that this is what potential energy of creation looks like in a un unused state, so to speak, that you're literally existing, or at least your consciousness is existing in pure potential. So as time went on and Chanlin said, what we would recommend to you and to show to your friends and um, students is to acquire a way to create that particular color, the deep cobalt blue with the violet overtones, and then we will give you instructions on what to do with that. And my response was, well, what, what good would that do to have that? And they said, well, if you can get that, say, like in a vessel or a vase or a beautiful glass, even we've seen that have these colors, that if you can isolate that color, what you're doing is you're isolating, isolating your possibility of potential away from the collective consciousness. In other words, we're, we're in Colorado Springs, and there's obviously quite a few people here. Uh, but when you work with the crystal, it's called a crystalline generator, 
when you work with that, what you're doing is you're isolating your intention. So it's everything in your mind, your reality, um, your creative self uh, that makes these little guys actually kind of work. And here's what, what it looks like. Just take a beautiful flower vase. Let's, I'm looking at one as we speak. It's a beautiful, deep cobalt blue, and it has violet overtones. Inside of that is a beautiful crystal. And underneath that beautiful crystal is Metatron's wheel as done in a transparency. Metatron's wheel itself, the mandala, um, is a 30-inch square, basically, oil painting. But we've been able, because of modern technology, be able to shrink it down into transparencies, shrink it down into laminates. So picture setting your crystal on top of the transparency. And we typically put a mirror underneath that. And my first question was, what's the mirror for? And they said, it's to reflect your intention through Metatron's wheel, through the crystal, to create the potential of the possibility of, of manifestation. So to create where you want this all to go, if you could just picture this little unit, so you've got a a beautiful cobalt vase, you've got a beautiful crystal, you have it sitting on top of a mirror uh, over Metatron's wheel. And what you do on the outside of that crystal is you write your intention and you can write more than one. We found that it's, it's almost better to just write one intention so you can focus on it. You write the intention on that, you wrap it around the crystal, put a little piece of scotch tape on it, and then you put the unit together Every day when you wake up and you start your day, whether you're going to work or going into meditation, you just touch the, the crystalline generator to reaffirm, this is my intention, this is my desire, this is where I would like this to go. And we have, uh, I couldn't tell you the number of testimonials that we have of people who have put the crystalline generators together or we've put them together for them and um, the magic that's come out on account of it. It can have everything to do with the manifestation in the material world, uh, in the healing world. If someone is sick or ailing and you wish to send a specific amount of your loving energy to that, this is a perfect way to do that. Now, the vessel is upside down, by the way. It actually covers the crystal and, and the Metatron's wheel and the mirror. It's all inside. So um, we've been giving that and uh, to friends for several years now but the testimonials are are mind-boggling of what happens once you isolate your potential into a specific area and uh just pour your heart into it and watch watch what happens we ask you to track it you know i think at least with me through all the things i've been through like like yourself is i like some physical expressions i like to know that what we're doing really is making a difference. Well, this is one of the things that we've been doing that does make a difference. Yeah, well, I guess it's no coincidence that even since I've been a little kid, I've been uh, uh, innately attracted to that cobalt blue color. It's definitely my favorite color. It's hard to find in clothing, but the color is like. Uh, yes, exactly. Is uh, really off the chart. Um, so, um, so, so, do you do you sell the uh, do you sell the pictures of the Metatron's wheel? Yes. Yeah. We have. Um, That's it. Thanks you to today's. Web, you want to give your website for that? Just a, uh, just a blog at Reiki Letters 
Okay, it's Let's go Ricky, to Ricky letters. Let My, Ricky letters on on a, on a Google search. Right. Uh, and it's our, my name is R-A-K-I-E. Yeah, it's not spelled that. the same way as, as Ricky, but I've that, had that name my whole is, life. I was actually born with that name. Yeah, well, that's way more cooler than Robert. There's only about 10 billion Roberts <laughs> in them. Okay, <laughs> my dad was a very creative. Ricky is also a... Uh, uh, I'm Reiki healer as well. That's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of an interesting synchronicity. I guess it was inevitable. <laughs> yeah. I actually had the name 20 years before Reiki came to this country. And since then, I've initiated about 24 Reiki master teachers. But for years and years, I was doing hands-on healing, not knowing what I was doing. Yeah. You know, knowing that at I. some level God was working <laughs> through me. And then all of a sudden somebody said, well, are you a first degree, second degree or third degree or Reiki master? And I went, what is that? I said, how come they have my name? <laughs> That's how naive I was to that process. <laughs> That's a... okay. So is there anything more you want to say about um, pyramid and pyramid coherence before we start talking about talking to trees? Um, just, it's like, you don't really need anything special except intention and desire and a little bit of discipline to, once you start uh, a level of energetic work that, that you support that because it's like a beautiful flower. It's like it, it shines and it radiates, but if you don't put water on it sooner or later, it starts wilting. Well, the pyramid work is something similar. You kind of have to stay with it. If you want to check in with us or email Linda, we typically, I do readings on, on activation percentages on a weekly basis. So it's kind of cool if you're working on a pyramid and, you know, say you started and your pyramid was at 83% coherent. And then a week later, you start asking and um, find out that it's gone up to 85. What's well, reassuring, it builds your confidence and it really inspires you to move forward in that process. There's another part about the pyramids that I didn't talk about. We talked about the Vesica Pisces and its ability to rotate and spin. We also have, as you add, okay, picture you have this Vesica Pisces, the center of two circles that are, are kind of pushed together, that little part in the center. Now, the Vesica Pisces itself has two legs. So it's, it's three-dimensionally, it's just a flat object. Now, if you add a leg to that, um, now we're talking about dealing with time, but we're also, the name has changed to a trichopede. So we start with the Vesca Pisces and the first move up, which has everything to do with time, is called a trichopede. And all that is, it's the same exact thing, only it has three legs instead of two legs. And then you move up a level to that, which is Mother Earth, the one that we use to work with Mother Earth, and that's called a quadrupede. And the reason is it has four legs. And then there's a centipede and a hexapede that aren't as popular, but let's just say, for instance, the hexapede, which has six legs, uh, is something that we use to work with the sun. And as the sun endows its light upon us. So we found one of the most effective things that we like to use 
with the pyramids is the quadrupede. I just didn't want to get into that too early because it might become confusing. But the quadrupede has four legs. It's a vesica Pisces, the same design, only let's say the vesica Pisces is laying flat on a surface. Now you would pick it up and rotate it 90 degrees and another two legs. So it forms a four-legged vesica Pisces or geometric figure. When you rotate that, um, like in some of our classes here, I will get that. I built actually a little device that um, will rotate that at high speed. It turns into a perfect ball of golden light. You pretty much would have to witness it. I think Linda's got some pictures on um, on the internet, but it's it's very magical when these things rotate. So physically, obviously, we can't go to each pyramid and rotate these. But in your mind's eye, once you've experienced something, once you've seen this, once you know about it, it's very easy to recreate that in your mind's eye, start the rotation, and pretty soon you're looking not at a quadrupede, but you're looking at a ball of golden light, and that light will project out to, up, up the vertices and out the top of the pyramid. Anyway, yeah, I, I just wanted to add a, that. I, I think there's a picture um, of the pyramid of the moon in Bosnia where uh, once a year that light you can see a shaft of light coming down probably on the on a, the solstice alignment or something like that yeah that's that's very true we have some of those pictures and that's so reaffirming you know if you think you're doing this work and it doesn't seem like you can see what's actually happening when you see some of these pictures and you see the light projecting out the top of the pyramid you'll know that your work has great value and the more of us that are doing that type of work the more profound it actually come becomes well it's also i've also seen pictures of that coming down as um as in a helix like the dna so uh, that uh that energy coming down in a spiral like that intensifies everything as well so i think what the exactly. pyramid actually I think what the pyramid, well, what to me, what the pyramid actually does, it it doesn't create prana, but it can amplify it immensely. Prana, energy, life force, whatever, atomic force. I think you're 100% all over it. That's exactly what happens. They're actually amplifiers, but they need human consciousness at some level to start that process. So yeah. that's what our work is kind of about. <laughs> okay. So uh, before we go to talk about trees, I just wanted to bring up uh, my www.positivelifewithyoga. Just Google Positive Life with Yoga. Don't worry about the www. We have the first class finally set up. This has been a frustrating process, but I've been patient, which is not normal for me. <laughs> and Well, because I'm, dem I'm very demanding of myself. So if you work for me, you're gonna get. I'm gonna then maybe expect what I do, but I'm gonna expect the high standard. Anyway, and my my son actually said after working with me, working with anyone else was so easy it was not work at all. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, anyway. So it's gonna be on August 28th at the Hilton Garden Inn in uh, Goleta, California, just north of Cal. Uh, Santa Barbara, well, she's part of Santa Barbara by UCSB, the university there, and it's right off the 101 freeway at, uh, I can't remember the name of the street now, 
damn it. Oh, I know it. I know it. I know it. I can kind of see it. Anyway, uh, it's it's easy to find. Go to the website. We're doing this for half the price that I used to charge for it. Uh, it's through a charitable trust. I think it's a 501c4 that my friend set up, the one that, uh, that brought me into this project. He's a Hindu priest, and he knows a lot of stuff, and I've been studying all kinds of stuff. And, uh, mm-hmm. Everything. So we know that this is going to make your life better. We know it's going to bring more light and into you. We know that the pranayama extended breathing meditation we share and teach will definitely open hearts. And that's what's necessary because the open of hearts also means more light and all of this stuff. And there has never been a time since I've been in this incarnation or any of the others that I've looked back on when I lived in Utah and when I lived in Egypt and other places where, where there was more necessary um, for us to get this light factor up. And this is why I wanted to get Reiki on here because he's not just talking about it, he's actually doing about it. And that makes a big difference. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I just think, we'll uh, forward, forward that information to all of our our friends and students here. And uh, I think that my ex-wife, Elizabeth Eagle, is actually going to be paying for a class for y'all in um, in Colorado Springs, Colorado. But when you figure that you're getting a tax write-off and anything, any books or any pyramids or anything or gemstones and stuff you get from us, guess what? You get a, you, you get, you get a write-off. So it, <laughs> it's a win-win. Can't lose. Everybody wins. How the hell can you lose on that? doesn't happen on this well reiki and i actually and linda uh, we actually we actually live what we talk about and and i i i hate it when someone was so happy well i really screwed that person i got a really good deal i'm thinking yeah well you (laughs) might not want the karma you're gonna get from getting that really good deal oh wow we only got four minutes so anyway, it's www.positivelifewithyoga. We only have for about four minutes. Holy moly. Okay. Okay, let's talk about communicating with trees because I talk about it in my book, In Search of the Body of Mortal, and I also talk about it in uh, uh, Map to Healing. I also talk about it in Beyond the Mist of Time when Trees Rule the Earth. So go. <laughs> okay, I'll make this as quick as possible. Uh, my experience started, I had a commute to work, I passed a certain love, a certain group of oak trees every single day for a year. When I passed those oak trees, they said, I love you. I love you. I love you. So long story short, I'm coming down the road one day. I see my trees coming up. I go, I love you. And as I passed a return voice came back to me, we love you. It was so profound. So overwhelming. I had to pull off the road while I start continued crying until I could drive again. <laughs> but at that, at that point in time, I knew trees had an ability to communicate. So, I want to make this quicker. We moved to Lake Arrowhead, which is full of trees. Directly outside of our house, there's uh, several sugar pine trees, which on an average are in excess of 200 feet tall. They're the tallest of all the pine tree family. So I took this specific tree, a huge tree. It was about 50 feet from my bedroom window. And I said, I'm going to communicate with you. I'm going to put enough effort into it. If you have anything to say or can communicate at any level. I said, I'm here and I'm open and I'm I'm ready to listen. So I went into deep meditation and I'm talking three, four, five hours 
speaking to the tree, asking for something, nothing, zero, 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 zero. So one time, this, as this went on, I've been in meditation like six hours, and I said, apparently, you don't have anything to say or communicate to me. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this little voice came, almost meek, that said, hello, little human. And I went, oh, my God. And I, I started... I started crying and I said, is that you or is this the tree that I'm looking at out my bedroom window? And she says, yes, this is me. And I said, can you communicate? And she said, yes. And I, I was in such a state of overwhelm. I didn't know what to ask. I said, she said, how could I help you? And I started thinking really quickly. I said, well, I'm not sure what you can do or, or how that would work out. And she said, just ask. And I said, well, right now there happens to be an Ebola breakout in, in Africa. Can, can you and the Tree Nation do anything about things across the ocean on the other side of the planet? And she said, absolutely. And I said, well, would you work, bring the Tree Nation together in some level of consciousness, what I understood later? Uh, and she said, yes, we can and will do that. So we started tracking from that point on, after I got out of my overwhelm, we started tracking that and the Ebola virus within a week had changed drastically. And so then I had a level of communication. I said, how do you do that? I said, they're on the other side of the ocean. She said, it's, it's the moisture in the soil. It's the water, everything at some level we're connected to. And what one of us knows, all of us knows. And so once again, after getting out of overwhelm, I said, how about, is there anything else? And she said, what would you desire? And so I gave her the next uh, issue which happened to be radiation that was pouring out of Fukushima. I said, can you do anything with radi radiation? And she said, it shall be done. And we watched what was going on with Fukushima over the next two weeks. It changed drastically. Yes, you could say, well, maybe it was coincidence. Maybe it was, wasn't. But nevertheless, she seemed to want to be in service to humanity. And I will never, ever forget those experiences. It brings me to tears as we're, we're talking. But yes, they can communicate. Yes, they are aware of human consciousness. But they do need direction. They will not facilitate on their own, so to speak. They just love to have the human interface and the human asking, this is what you could do to help us. What can we do to help you? Wow, that's mind-blowing. I tried to get that in less than four minutes. <laughs> Next week, I'm going to share some stuff on that subject, and I'm even going to talk about can trees heal us even remotely, because uh, I had yes. experiences like this. Uh, when I was in Kings Canyon National Forest, I was with my son, and my son thinks this is crazy, even mm -hmm. though he's intelligent. So I didn't tell him what I was doing, but I was communicating with this tree, mm -hmm. and this one tree was wounded from lightning, and I asked it, do you feel badly about being struck with the lightning and the tree said, and it made me feel embarrassed. The tree responded immediately. <laughs> it said, you know what? We just go along living. We don't worry about uh, whether we have a sickness or anything and therefore it can't affect us. So with that, let me yep. in. I have to end. I got to get up, but I really enjoyed having Reiki and Linda on the show today. Uh, namaste, namaskar, shalom, salam alaikum. Have a great day. Have a great week. Well, thank you for so much for having us. We're so honored and so honored to be able to share our work and stuff. Thank you so much, Robert. Lots of love. Thank We're you. sending your way. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.